Hello and welcome to Listen in Worship for St Michael's and St Mary's Churches, the sermon and the hymn of the day for Sunday the 4th of July, the fifth Sunday after Trinity. We're going to reflect on our gospel reading today, the beginning of Mark chapter 6. And although I speak, may we all listen for the God who speaks to us. Amen. So this Sunday's reading is made up of two quite contrasting passages. The first is the sceptical rejection of Jesus by the people of his own town. Mark has already shown us what diverse reactions people have to Jesus. On the one hand, the Pharisees, offended by Jesus' healing on the Sabbath, conspired with the Herodians against him. The scribes accused him of being an agent of Beelzebul himself. On the other hand, the woman with the haemorrhage and Jairus, the leader of the synagogue, demonstrated remarkable faith in Jesus. Now the people of Nazareth turn against Jesus. Why? One minute they were amazed and asking, how can he do all this? Where did he get such wisdom and the power to work these miracles? But their wonder and amazement sadly all too quickly turned to scorn and disdain. Who does this local man thinks he is? God's gift? Well, by all the criteria they wish to measure that by, he simply can't be. He isn't rich enough, successful enough, well-connected enough, influential enough. He isn't respected enough by the respectable ones. And similar, similarly, there are those today who have carefully constructed prejudices and preconceptions that enable them to dismiss Jesus as old news, not needed, a prop for the weak, just a travelling preacher, a rabbi and not even a famous one, a wise man with some very peculiar ideas of wisdom, a failed revolutionary, a madman even. It does seem here that Jesus' power, his ability to work miracles among them, was limited by their corporate lack of faith. They did not want him. He did heal the few that allowed him to lay hands on them. The rest, it appears, said, No, thank you. You are just a carpenter, the local handyman. So keep your hands off me. However, I would not want that to be generally understood as, has God healed you? No, then you don't have enough faith. I have heard that said, and I think it's usually cruel and untrue. But there's another sermon in there. And then for Jesus, it was vital to share his life and his work with his closest friends. He had so much to do and so little time. The disciples needed to learn to do what he was doing, to trust God like he trusted God. And so he gave them power and authority and sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God, to heal the sick and to drive out demons. They are to set out as ambassadors of a king, but that's not how they will look. They will look as their king looks. They are to go in absolute poverty 
he told them, take nothing for the journey, a staff and sandals, but no bag, no bread, no money, no extra tunic. Whoever will first welcome them in the town, that is where they must stay. And if the town refuses them a welcome, they must shake the dust of the town from their feet as they leave. Don't misunderstand this shaking the dust off their feet as an act of vindictiveness, anger or resentment. This was a prophetic action designed to make people think deeply about their spiritual condition. Shaking the dust from their feet was designed to give people one last chance to repent. The journey that Jesus' disciples must undertake, they must undertake in obedience and in faith. When we make a trip, we take everything from our favourite pillow to the latest in swimwear. The disciples, however, are told to travel light. Jesus' emphasis was on urgency and simplicity. Jesus was training the twelve to trust for their every need. This was a lesson in the practical theology of trusting him to empower their ministry and to meet their needs. Later, in Luke chapter 22, verse 35, Jesus asked them, When I sent you without purse, bag or sandals, did you lack anything? Nothing, they answered. They lacked nothing. Now it is you and I who are chosen and called and sent. And if you were hoping that it was just me because I usually wear the funny clothes, sorry, it's all of us. In baptism, we were all chosen and called, appointed as witnesses and ambassadors for Christ. It is the task of all of us to spread the gospel by how we live, how we love and by what we say. And it is true for us too, unprepared, inadequate as we may feel, that if we depend on God, we too will lack nothing. God, who is that great shepherd of the sheep, will equip each of us with everything good for doing his will. He will work in us and through us, whatever is pleasing to him. We too need to be unencumbered, uncluttered, available and willing, ready to do his will. Then we will be able to say with so many who have gone before us, Here I am, Lord. Send me. And we will be truly able to say with St Paul, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more, than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. And so as we think about the spread of the gospel, our hymn today, our hymn of the day today, Thou whose almighty word, and it's sung for us, by James and Miriam Reed, thou whose almighty word. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a good day and a great week. God bless you. Mm-hmm.
mighty word, chaos and darkness heard, and took their flight. Hear us, we humbly pray, and where the gospel day sheds not its glorious ray, let there be Thank you.